Good evening, everybody. It's uh, Versa here once again on another scintillating episode of Here to Tell. And uh, it is October 24th, 2018, um, on this fine Wednesday. And uh got my guest, Lee, here with me. Good evening, kind sir. Good evening to you, Versa. What up? What up? What up? How you doing? I'm doing well, man. How about yourself? <sighs> I'm doing pretty well. I've had a, I've had a, a good short week. And uh, I'm off for the rest of the week before I transition into my new job. So, you know, any day above ground is a great day. So mm-hmm. I'm feeling good, man. Mm-hmm. Um, so tonight, um, people, Lee, uh, I think one of the things that we're going to, not one of the things I should say, but what we're going to talk about is just basically just getting into, you know, how it feels and, and what it means um to 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 me and and or and and to Lee and our perspectives of being thirty, uh, at this point in time and really um, I'm still kind of new to it. I'm still kind of breaking it in a little bit. Uh, you know, when I hit the magic three O back in June, um, I realized it's like it, it feels like it's just another number. First of all, right, and then you know as I actually hit that number and I would say three or four weeks after I was 30 so probably like mid-July I had to step back and I was like yo it does feel different I just yeah I at first like I didn't really know how to put my finger on it but I mean I feel like I feel great yeah it's like it's almost like you're renewed in a sense but that took some time like it didn't hit right when your birthday hit it was some time after the fact it did. I mean, it, it was, yeah, it definitely wasn't just like, boom, impact, boom, motherfucker, just feeling fresh, feeling new automatically. No, you, it definitely took time, but it was like, I had to like, it, like reflect a little bit, you mm-hmm. know, and like step back. Mm-hmm. And, it, and, and it came at, at a really interesting time because I was kind of going through the spur, like, yo, like, I don't really know. Like, I feel like I got, like, do I start over? Like, I started wondering, mm-hmm. like, do I start from scratch? Do yeah. I start over? Like, right. When you turn 30, I know you turn 30 like a, a month and a half. Before I did, um, how 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 did it hit you? Were you were you impacted kind of by by it like I was, or were you just like, man, I'm thirty. Oh well. Oh, I. Uh, I mean, I know it wasn't like just like another number for you. There's no way. No, no. It was it was much more than that because I've been sitting on this for a long time, and it just happened that when I finished my academic career, it coincided with the time that I finished turning my finishing being 29 like my 20s was done it, it was like end of a chapter and an end of an era in a sense so you finished school you were finishing school as you were concluding 29 yeah did so but you graduated in august right but you were done done like done with like terms in in may mm-hmm. how'd that work so I okay so uh, I was. It's been a while since I've been a student, so <laughs> you know you gotta gotta break this down for me a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so in May, yes, I did turn thirty this year, right? Right. And then I graduated, uh, August twenty seventeen. Right, right, right. Ah. So, in a sense, it was like okay, it's the closure I got of you. me of my academic career, and then now I'm turning thirty. So it's that transition. It was a natural transition that happened. Yeah, it was a fa- it was kind of a phase in and. Basically, it was like you starting something new in two different ways. Hundred percent. Yeah. Now, that's kind of odd because not odd necessarily, but it's like, which one did you? Which one do you kind of put over the other? Like they, they obviously both have a lot of weight. Turning thirty versus finishing mm-hmm. school. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people are you know don't even make it to seeing eighteen, nineteen in some places in the world, right? Mm-hmm. But to make it thirty, and to be as healthy as you are and stuff, and mm-hmm. like. Which one at that point in time were you like more excited about? Ooh, I think uh, it, just impulsively right away to just say it is to be done with school. The school thing for sure. Yeah, for because, sure. You know, birthdays after birthdays start losing its meaning, right? Because yeah. oh man, you turn ten. Like ten is like oh, you're double digits now, right? I got that Batman toy yeah, I've been wanting all these yeah, years, boy. Yeah. Yeah, fly yeah. my shit. You know, Watch yeah, out, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> and then turning 18, it's like, oh, man, now you're a young adult. 
I mean, right. you still don't know anything, but now it's that passage of, of, of that age. Right. Where you can ne- legally buy a cigarette now. Great. And then, of course, 21, now you can legally drink. Then after that, people make that, like, really bad joke. It's like, oh, is this all downhill from there? No. Yeah, it doesn't no, 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 not no. at all. I agree with you because life just keeps getting better and better. And finishing school, honestly, it was a huge part of it getting that much better. Hell yeah. I mean, <clears throat> anytime you accomplish something of that great of a, uh, you know, that great of a journey, you know, as long as the amount of time, as many years that you put in, of course, it's going to be, you know, kind of a, a trophy accomplishment. That's a very... Um, astonishing achievement, you Thank know. You. So to put put thirty on top of that, it's like you know, it's like putting peanut butter with jelly. It's like having icing on the cake, right? right. So it's be put the cherry on top. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. I, that's being twenty one. You know, life is like a strip club, and it's like you could just go like every day is like a party essentially when you're twenty one. Mm-hmm. And as far as like the mentality, but the mentality at thirty is like it's it's almost like a mamba mentality is definitely a mentality that is being talked about a lot right now, but it kind of feels like that. For me, everything just kind of like slowed down. It's almost like Neo in the Matrix. You know, when he found out that he was the one yeah. and he embraced it. Remember when that motherfucker looked at those agents of Smith and all he saw was numbers mm-hmm. in that hallway? Mm-hmm. That's kind of how like 30 is for me right now. It's like, I've always been kind of methodical and very, very, very calculated and precise with my actions. But, like, being 30, like, things just kind of, like, I see them coming from a mile away. So, when did that happen? Like, when when did I realize, like, the, the pace of it, like, kind of mm-hmm. slowing down? Yeah. I think it was building up to 30. But then, like, it, like at, I think, like, the middle of, the middle of July um, is when I kind of, still you know, kind of realized, like, all right, I, I got, I've, I've gotten this far, you know, the the place where I'm at is good, but what's next? What's gonna be that greater adventure, and and how can I get there and faster mm. the time? Mm. I think it was honestly it was, it was pretty quick, man. It was in about a month of mm. being thirty. Mm. Um, but I mean, I don't. I mean, here's the thing: is like I don't. I definitely don't have the the golden key to every door just because all of a sudden I'm thirty now. There's no way. No. I mean, life is. It's complex. It's complex as hell. Right. You know, and there's just too much to, to figure out in, in, in such a short of a time. But Absolutely. Um, I mean, it's definitely a difference, you know, and it's, and it's like, I don't have a lot of friends that are 30. I think you're one of a few. Mm-hmm. And welcome to the third club. Man, gosh, it's a good ass club. Man. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like the admission for this club is like priceless, <laughs> you know, like what are what are what are like. I don't know, like, what are some of the things that, you, that you've, that you like, strived out to, like, look forward to that you set out? Not necessarily goals, but, like, how are you, like, topping this age? How does this age compare to just, like, other like other national, like, or, like, um, huge monuments, like, 25 for you and, like, 21? I mean, not, let's stop at 21. Yeah, okay. In your 20s, you're still trying to figure out yourself and where you fit and who you are and what you want to do and get out of life. So you put in a lot of work, directly or indirectly, consciously or unconsciously, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it all builds up. And I think that's why you kind of said it just happened in a matter of a month. It actually didn't happen in a matter of a month. I think it actually was a culmination of all those experiences just coming together. And 30 was an easy, smooth transition to come to the realization, like I came out on the other side. Right. And I'm much more mature. Right. I have all these experiences and now I'm doing my thing. I am the adult. And that's what's so exciting is because uh, for me personally, when I was in school, it felt like a uh, almost a confining entity where, right. you know, I was obligated to be there and do what school asked me to do. And right. sacrifices had to be made huge. Right. Right. Like as my, I mean, as expected. Yeah, you know, like um, I couldn't do all the fun things that I saw all my other friends doing, and it all fell to the wayside because I had to strive to be doing well in mm-hmm. school. And I, once I got out of it, school it teaches you the invaluable lessons of all the tools that keep your success going in life after school. 
Right. You know, it's you're like stepping stones to make sure that you're set up to be able to handle every situation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it. I know that it was different for you because, you know, you, you, you uh, had a different journey on, on how you came about where you are today. Yeah. You know what I mean? From me. Yeah. So, you know, how did that how did that play out for you? I mean, just academically speaking. I I stopped, you know, at the bachelor's and I wasn't even a traditional student, right? Cuz you know, I was I was I was in an accelerated program. So my my academic gener- uh, journey was consisted of, you know, coaching a a 7th grade AAU traveling team 22 hours a week, mm. coaching a a high school <clears throat> freshman and JV basketball team damn near 30 hours a week, mm-hmm. working 45 50 hours a week. And then having a girlfriend and then working out. Hustling. You know, yeah. So I mean, my my academic journey was man, it was a fucking roller coaster. Mm. You know? And but like you said, it, it contributed to all those things and those pillars contributed to what I was going to eventually become where I'm at now, mm. being being thirty. And so, you know, when I get faced with these um, you know, kind of less appealing situations that life throws at me, right? Um whether it's like bad news from uh, a, an employer or um, whether it's like dealing with an astronomical amount of stress because the weather is super bad and I live up on a hill or whatever, whatever it is, like I know how to deal with it. I know how to roll with it. Not only do I know how to roll with it though, like now I know how to anticipate it. Mm. Like that's kind of the key Ooh, difference yes. for me is that's, that that's big. I, I can see that coming from a mile away so I can completely avoid that. Right. It doesn't mean that I'm scared. It doesn't mean that I'm not ready for it. No, it just means that, I, I mean, I see it coming. Because you've been through it. I've been there. Yeah. I've been there. It's it's like, why, why if I see it coming, if I, if I see that that tornado is developing in the sky, why am I going to drive my happy ass up in it? That's what you do in your 20s. That's what you do in your 20s. Yeah. And you end up getting that car, you know, swept up in the air and then truck flips over and, and all your tornadic instruments fall out of the truck as opposed to seeing that tornado developing putting your tor- tornadic tools right there in the path and then you drive away yeah you're still going to get the technology and the information right but now you're out of the danger right so it's just a different it's a different perspective of eyes and lenses now yeah yeah that's okay so when you said out of the danger that 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 is i think a huge component about being 32 is that you can recognize bad situations and not put yourself in those bad situations to be able to anticipate, man, this is not a good person to be communicating or trying to build a relationship with, or this is not a good situation. I got, I got to see myself out. And it's, it's that understanding of you can just simply just create separation from the situation. Right. That's enough. Yeah. Yeah. And to even go a step further too, you can almost like, you can almost, it doesn't matter, like, who it is or the situation. If someone isn't getting it, you can talk through it and, like, be very mindful of how you say it. But there's no hesitation in, like, delivering, like, yo, like, I'm not down with that. There's no way I'm going to be a part of that. I'm going to go this direction. Right. Like, there's no hesitation in, like, having that conversation and, and delivering that information to somebody. Right. Like, it's, like, straightforward. If you can take it, great. I'm glad you can see my perspective and you mm-hmm. respect it. Mm-hmm. If you can't take it, you know, to each their own. And to add to that, it's the element of being able to talk directly. Right. And straight to the point to the other person. Right. That takes a confidence building effort through your 20s to get to that point. Oh, where you're just, that dreaded confidence. That, that also important confidence. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Things are doozy, man. <laughs> That confidence thing has got a lot of people in a good place in their life. It's got a lot of people in trouble. Yeah. Um, but confidence is a, is a phenomenal thing. But you, it's it's absolutely right. I mean, the things, the failures and the successes that we learn 20 through 29 sets you up for, you know, how that, that 30, that 30 year old journey and even past that is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, man, 30 is, man, I really honestly lead, I don't feel like you know, older in a sense. I'm, I know by default I'm older. Mm-hmm. But chronologically. Chronologically, yeah. The number is the number is bigger. It's just it's not. Man, the feeling is like, 
I'm just I'm so youthful still. Mm-hmm. Like I think I think LeBron said it. And I think I heard you say it too. Like I'm like a bottle of fine wine. I'm like a bottle of fine red wine. I just get better with age, <laughs> you know. And it's like that when that bottle starts to collect some dust and some, you know, some 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 you know fur balls and cobwebs. Yeah. That's going to be a good-ass bottle to drink. <laughs> I know it might not sound like that, yeah. you know, and maybe it's a little different and you put it in the perspective of a human, but it's true, though. Like, it is. I'm not getting, I'm not, I'm not dropping off. Well, okay, here's what I'll say, though. Here's what I will say about being 30 and that youthfulness is that you don't bounce back as easily and as readily as you did when you were in your 20s. Yeah. So uh, here's an example. You, like You're talking about recovery time. Yeah, so, you know, like a metaphor <laughs> of... Playing basketball, right? Like, I in my 20s, I don't even need to warm up. I can just go. Are you running a full-court game? I got next. And right. just go. And you're you're in it. No worries. You didn't even think about it. You don't have to stretch. Right. And you're good to go for the next time. Right. Whereas in my 30s, I'm a lot more mindful and calculated about what I do and how I do it and how I approach things. Because now you have to be proactive in your own health and well-being because... Your body isn't as forgiving and you don't bounce back and you're not as resilient as you were. I think that's a transition that people uh, are struggling with when they become older is that they think that they're a weld oil machine that should keep doing well. Yeah. But, you know, you, you, your body goes through damage. Yeah. Just going through life. Yeah. I mean, especially if you're, you know, constantly active, like like I know you are and I know I am, you know, we've we've been just advocates of activities since probably the better half of like sixth, seventh grade. Yeah. And maybe even before that, but I mean, really that's kind of <clears> like that propelled activity. Like that was, the, that was like just been consistent since then, mm-hmm. you know? So, I mean, you put a lot of stress and miles and, um, you know, wear and tear, <clears throat> excuse me, on, on the body and to not be able to, you know, let off the rain, so to speak. And, and, and not be real with yourself. If, if you play that game that 50 minute game and you realize like you sore as hell, Maybe you shouldn't go play that second game. Like, Your body's telling you it's telling what you, it needs to, what it needs. Yeah, and you gotta listen to it. Yeah, and it, it, it it's hard to do, man. Like, because your mind is like, no, I can still do this, man. It, it's so hard to do, and the reason it's hard to do is because we, especially when you become so accustomed to performing at the level in which you were, right? You know, being yes. to be able to bang yes. out four, five, six games in like four hours and not feel anything. Maybe even drink like a Sprite and a Gatorade and, and like I'm a good banana. To go. And I'm good to go. Yep. Like, that shit ain't happening now. No. <laughs> no, like, no, I'm no, sorry. Man. Like, the reality is like <laughs> one, two games at the most in that in that one day. Yeah. And then I'm I'm gonna need like three, four days. Right. To like fully, fully, fully recover. Right. I, I might be able to play the next day, but you're pushing it. I'm pushing it. Mm-hmm. I'm pushing it. Like, with that disparity and that drop off, like. Do you think that there are ways? And of course, there are ways to counter counteract that. But like, what are you're you're a physical therapist by by rule, right? And so, like, what do you think is like one of the things that people could do to like avoid that mental like letdown of of experiencing that? I think having awareness is a huge first step, and knowing that when you age. It's just a natural progression that your body does break down and you can't treat it the way that you treated it before. Mm. Success Mm. prior does not equal success now. Mm. That's a huge thing that, you know, it's very simple in in conversation, but it's really difficult in practice. Just so you're basically saying like, like if I could just break that down, like you're basically saying like whatever was working for you previously doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for you in the current state. 100%. Like, you're going to have to adapt. You're going to have to change some things around. 100%. You can't, it's it, like, you, you <clears throat> the whole, uh, don't fix it if it ain't broke, that's not, that doesn't apply to the human body. There's, mm. there's, you know, a lot of people flux. believe in that, though. They do. But, you know, and, like, like, stand by that. I, 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 yeah, I, 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 I know. And that's why I have to mention that, because that's not how you should be going about how to treat your body, because, if you're going to go in and get car maintenance, which you should be, to keep the longevity of it, why aren't you getting personal maintenance on your body? It's the hmm. same thing. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, and I think a lot of times what what happens is we don't really we don't really want to hear the truth. Mm. 
and believe that it's, it's, it's taking fruition. Mm. And I, I'm not saying that we're in denial. Some of us are mm-hmm. about about the you know the concept, the physicality, and and just you know declining or whatever or avoiding declining. But it's hard it's hard to swallow the pill of a reality in any case in life. Mm-hmm. And I think we we get caught up in not knowing how to deal with it, um, and maybe not even knowing how to approach it. And so what happens? is when we hit that point or that pinnacle where we might be experienced it, the normal reaction is to do what we've been doing before, mm. which is go a million miles an hour. Right. Or go to that same mechanic where we know we've gotten C level, maybe B minus work, when we could really be taking the time to step back, not getting the maintenance that we need to get for a little bit to do mm-hmm. a little more research to go get A quality work. Right. So... It's a difference of like stepping back and slowing down and being self-aware, mm-hmm. but then also being able to accept the reality. So I will say with the caveat is that no, by no means does aging have to be a depressing thing. No. Because you can very well thrive as well as you did back when you were 20. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, I tell people... I actually feel like I'm my 20-year-old self. Like I'm I bounce back pretty fast and I'm ready to go. Like I can I can do a lot of different activities and I have a lot of energy. And okay, I will say ha- not having children is a huge part. However, however, I did put in a lot of work to making sure that I can still feel young. Right. I change my diet. Yeah. I'm more meticulous with yeah. my activities right. and what I do and what I don't do. Right. And so very very well you you can t- you have the capacity and you have the power to bring that back and not to let age control you in a sense. That whole saying of age ain't nothing but a number is true in a lot of cases. Right. And Versa at 30 is equally and probably more dangerous than Versa at 23. And when I say that, I mean, it depends on the context and and the situation, but let's say we walk into a a setting where it doesn't seem like we're going to actually be able to have a good time. It doesn't, we don't need to paint so much of a picture, but let's just say it's an environment that's not appealing. We walk in there together and it's like, we automatically... Maybe the person we're with, um, person I'm with automatically has a sense of, damn it, I don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Versa at 22, 23 would have been like, yeah, you're right. Let's shake this shit. This shit whack. Let's get the hell out of here. Let's go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Somewhere we're comfortable. We're nowhere at. Versa at 30, it's probably going to be like, give it a chance. See it out. See what it's capable of. If we get let down 10 minutes into it, 15 minutes into it, as long as it's not killing us, stick it out. Right. It's an experience. Yeah. Now, if we end up having a great-ass time, we just try something new. Right. And I actually got to thank you a lot for that because you kind of helped me to come out of that, you know, the, the same old, same old. I remember when we when I first had pho. <laughs> when we first went to pho. And I, shit, I like chicken. <laughs> Everyone likes chicken, so. <laughs> but I like I like chicken a lot, and I was about to order the chicken and rice, uh-huh. just like teriyaki chicken and rice. Yep, I remember that. Like too. I used to get yeah, at bon- teriyaki. Yep, yeah, like yeah. I used to get at Bon Teriyaki. Yeah, it never failed. It never <laughs> failed. I ain't got no shame in my game. So you looked at me and were like, "Bro, you know where I fuck, right?" <laughs> I'll never forget. I'll never forget. And I said, "Yeah." I was like, "But they got chicken and rice." He goes. But, but bro, it's pho. Like, try the soup. I like what's in the soup. And you said like brisket, steak, noodles, and then you said mussels. And everything sounded good until you said mussels. And I was like, nah, I'm not trying. You sure I said mussels, man? You said mussels, man. It was on the menu, man. No, it's not. Yes. Well, no. yes, it is. No, I did not say mussels. I don't mention mussels like that. Mu- but they were on the menu. 
Ladies and gentlemen, if you go... Okay, there's a difference between me saying muscles and the menu stating it has muscles. You had to re-read on the menu. No, you you said you asked me what was in there, and I said it. I didn't say that. I know I didn't say muscles. You named off the ingredients in the soup from the menu. No, I know know fuzz so well, I can tell you the ingredients without looking at the menu. All right? So let me just clear this for the record, ladies and gentlemen. I did not say muscle because that is ridiculous. Like to just say you eating muscle, unless it was the actual muscle, the the the, the shellfish of the muscle, right? That's. Anyways, back to your story. So there was there was a couple ingredients in the soup that I wasn't fond of, whether it was the muscle, yes, okay, or whatever. Sure. And, and, he, and he lost me. He completely lost it, and I was like, I'm not, I'm not trying. He's like, bro, trust me, trust me. <laughs> Put his little disclaimer. Trust me. Put his little disclaimer on it, right? And so, I was like, all right, fuck. I was like, what's the worst that's going to happen? And he ain't going to, it's not raw. It looks like it's cooked. I'll deal with it. Ended up trying it. I love pho. I love fucking pho. And it's bomb. And it's, and it's, re- and it's, and it's good for a hang. It's bomb. It's bomb as hell. And I, that new from that moment, trying something new pays dividends. Mm-hmm. And so, Versa at 30 tries new stuff. And knows how to deal with situations that are less desirable for most people. Mm-hmm. And can typically turn a bad situation into good. Right. And I think that comes with experience, too, is that you see things at face value early on in life. Yeah. And it is what it is. Instead of, it could be something else. Right. Huh. So, this whole notion of, like, then and now, like... 30 is, it's, it's one number. And it, it's not even, like, we don't know how long we're going to live, right? Mm-hmm. No one knows how long we're going to live. Right. But if you take where you're at now and you project it into the future state, like, you know a lot of information. We both are pretty knowledgeable in what we have learned thus far in our lives. That's where we are where we are. I agree. But there's so much more. So if you were to mm-hmm. forecast and project ahead, you know, 15, 20, 25 years, where could you think you'd paint your picture at for yourself? Man. So, I mean, here, here's, here's, a, here's a funny thing is that when you ask those, like, future projected questions, reality never, almost never, plays itself out to how you projected it. Yeah, nah. It doesn't. With that being said, I think that in 15, 20 years, I mean, we're going to be 45, 50. So that's, that's, <laughs> Damn, that, sounds, that sounds yeah. good though. Man, Man, that sounds super good. That's crazy. But I mean, I can safely say, um, I know that by that time I'm going to have a family like there's. I mean, I'm not going to be a, an old dude still trying to get women at that time it's like nah like i'm already thinking what you about, saying dog i'm on because i'm what already saying man? man i'm already i'm already done like you know what i mean like i'm ready to to be a family man i'm already thinking about that man you know what i mean like because i want to all the single fellas out uh, there man. man you know you know do your single thing um it's just <laughs> i'm just not in that i'm just not in that headspace and i'm like i'm tired i got <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i don't want to do that no more man. i got you i got you but you know i i i i've i want to have a family you know i feel like it's a it's it's one of the the things to look forward to especially now being an adult because all of this experience and knowledge i want to be able to pass it on to my children and i want them to be a productive member of society and to look back and be like man i'm proud of that you know like it's it's a cycle you know your parents did that for you and you do that for your children and their children do that for their children etc cetera, etc cetera. right so that is a for sure thing that I can see myself in the future. That's the that's the absolute for sure. As far as what else, man, that's the that's the beautiful thing about turning thirty is that sky's the limit. Yeah, there, it's endless. You're you're in a vast sea of choices and possibilities. Now the caveat to that is, where do you dedicate your time and your focus? Yeah, because there's you can spread yourself out thin <clears throat> and be everywhere. And then not get anything done. Right. And so it's being wise and choosing 
where you're going to put your resources, your energy and your right, time right. and what matters. For example, this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, those are, that's, that's a great point. I think um, I'm on that cycle right now. I think, I, as I mentioned to you recently, like, you know, spending my time outside of the gym, outside of the, the office, um, outside of, you know, family and friends, if mm-hmm. I ever want, like, my my me time, right, it, it I so don't important. want, yeah, it's so very important. important. I don't yeah. want it to just consist of, you know, the podcast is great, I love it, I don't want it to just consist of the podcast or um, writing in my journal, which I have that just, you know, at my leisure, so I'm actually, like, exploring hobbies right now that mm. are completely working a different side of my frontal cortex. Like, I don't, I want to, like, branch out. Mm. And I want to start doing, like, it pays to do different things that, that challenge you. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're not being challenged respectively, I mean, you're not really learning. You're not growing. You're not growing. Right. So that is definitely a, a cycle that I'm, I'm actually in the middle of right now. I have a couple of volunteering projects I'm actually uh, a part of or becoming a part or actually yeah, a part of now that will take some 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 of my attention but there that's not that's not like self like building I guess gratification like learning essentially mm-hmm. it is but it's not like um it's not intuitive essentially mm. so um yeah man that's that's actually big as far as like what you put your energy and your effort in because I mean, you can video game, you can veg, you can go to the grocery store, you can do, do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. But what are you doing that sets yourself up to be not not just a stronger person, but to be a stronger leader and to be a stronger man, to be a stronger provider, to be a stronger brother, to be a stronger husband? Mm. Like, those are all things that I think about now before I go and I do something. Mm. Like everything is very intentional and I'm very peculiar. Purposeful. Yeah, purposeful about where I spend my time and my energy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I. So you see yourself as a family man in in, in, in about twenty twenty five years, huh? Well, I, yeah. Where do you see yourself? Um, I could say the same thing. I I, I think. Um, I think it's, I think I, I have a really, really good idea of, um, what it takes to, to be ready for a family, but I'm, I'm so, I'm still learning things so much. And I think we, you know, we are on the Both fly. Yeah. Just on the fly, learning so much every day, um, that we encounter different people. Um, that, that idea is constantly evolving. It's not necessarily changing or going backwards. But it's just evolving. Mm. Um, I have great Absolutely. parents. I have great parents, and so to not fulfill, uh, you know, to to not the idea of not being a dad is never in my head. Like I, I always in the back of my head have the idea to be a father, um, and to to provide knowledge and tutelage to to my son or my daughter um, for them to carry on is something that will always kind of be with me. I think as life turns right now and and the way it's kind of transpired here recently, you would think that I'm going to be single forever, <laughs> you know, and I know you only know what that means right now and maybe a couple other people, but that's, that's just, that's just a part of life that you kind of got to learn from and, and, and maybe even, you know, shit, write a book from it or mm-hmm. something yeah. like that. So I don't know, man, that's tough to say. I know one thing I'll have a jump shot at 50. 55. Ain't no one gonna be able to stop that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still, I'm, I'm, I'm still playing. I'm still hooping. It ain't gonna go away. No, you don't lose that. I, I actually ran into someone um, at Safeway the other day. I used to go to thirty and over at Mount Scott um, mm. b- before I was, before I was even close to thirty. <laughs> yeah, I was balling up there like at 19, 20, 21 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, killing cats. Obviously, I'm ten and fifteen years younger than them. I should be killing them. Um, but there was a shooter there. I think his name is John. Very basic name. But uh, he uh, he was actually about 45 years old at that point in time. But he was someone that was killing. He was dropping, you know, he was hitting three after three after three. And um, I ended up guarding him. And guarding him pretty hard to the point where uh, he got mad at me. Mm. And he told me to back up, youngster. You shouldn't be in here anyway. Mm. And I could have took that in multiple ways. I mm. took it as the way I took it was okay. I need to 
tone down my skill. But then after we played, I was like, you know, did I make you mad? And he said, no. He said, you didn't make me mad. He said, but here's the interesting thing he said about me. He was like, you basically, um, are, you basically came in here interrupting our time to play ball when you're not even close to our age. He said, but you know what? You're helping us. Mm-hmm. I ran to that guy. I ran to him at Safeway, and he told me, he was like, man, he was like, I miss playing with you guys. I miss playing with you, he said, because you always kept the game fun. Mm-hmm. And here I am thinking to myself, like, you made the game fun because he played the game the right way. Mm-hmm. So him at 50 and still playing, or 50, 60, and damn near now, mm-hmm. and that's the type of, like, thought process and type of mentality I want to have if I'm still on the court at that age, mm-hmm. right? It's still being able to respect what someone did for me that's 20 years younger than me. Right. Because I was already there before. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll tell you one thing, man. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not rushing that shit. Being 50, that, I mean, it sounds good. That's a lot of, that's a lot of miles, man. You think about it? Oh, yeah. And that's going to, that's going to come by in the blink of an eye. It's not going to come by in the blink of an eye. Trust me. It's not going to come by in the blink yes, of an eye. No, yes, it, yes, it, it will. No, it's not. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. Things are happening so fast. The year's almost over. I know. I the know. year is literally almost over, man. The days are long, but the the years are short. And mm. That's what it feels like. And and um, I think that you need to be able to capture those moments and appreciate where you are. Because if you don't, you're going to get caught up in the winds of life. And it's just going to sweep you away. Next thing you know, you're 35. Next thing you know, you're 40. Next thing you know, you're 50. <laughs> And dang, what happened? And that is the common theme I've been told time and time again by those that are older than me is that, you know, you appreciate the time because you it goes by so fast. And, you know, it, it felt like yesterday we were we were at Kellogg Middle School playing basketball together. And now mm-hmm. here we are, grown ass men. And, you know, we're we're talking about being 30. It's a, it's a, it's fast. Yeah, it, it, it is. And. You definitely got to <clears throat> embrace and appreciate the moments that that you encounter with people because time is the most invaluable thing. And 100%. It's underappreciated a lot. Right. It definitely is underappreciated a lot. Yes. Um, man, do you have anything else that you want to like say on this? As I think about being 40... <laughs> and somewhere in a foreign country oh. with my feet kicked up eating green grapes that's and puffing a cigar that's a, that's a that's a good image i just don't know if anybody's there with me or not <laughs> <laughs> i know i will have somebody with me <laughs> you can call me up if you're feeling like <laughs> i might i might reach out to you it'd probably be a 20 digit phone number but <laughs> no promises you'll be able to answer that call <laughs> Um, I think, I mean, the only thing that I can think about is, um, the confidence. Like I, I, mm. I, I think that when you're 20 confidence is such an elusive idea that you're like, how do you get to where a confident person is? And what does it mean? And man, I wish I was there where that person is and just trust the process. It comes with time <laughs> and you will get there. And it's, it's right now Drake said it. It's like uh, uh, it's a settled, quiet confidence. Like I don't need to draw attention to myself to say, "Man, look at me. Look at how confident I am." I just know it's just there. It's just there. It's you just know there. what you're good at. You know what you're not good at, and you 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 accept it. I think that's where true confidence comes from: is knowing your vulnerabilities, knowing your strengths and your weaknesses, and playing them up, and knowing who you are. It's that simple. But yeah. it it it, t- it took so much time to get to that point. Where it's like, wow, that was it. That's it. That's it. That's that's what confidence is. Right. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> it was more of a. It was more of an idea, kind of planted in the head when we were younger. Something that seemed like we didn't know how to reach or couldn't reach. Yeah. It at all. Right. And maybe we showed like spurts of it here and there, but it was never all the way through the race. Exactly. And it's like, now it's to that point where it's like, it's all over you, and you're exuding it, and. You don't have to say it because, like you said, it's it's already just there. And here's the nice thing about it, too, is that it's it's not going to go anywhere. It only it only really intensifies mm. and it only gets better. You could have people can abuse it, though. 
I've right. seen it abused. Yeah. But as long as you have good self awareness, mm-hmm. you shouldn't have to worry about quote unquote abusing it or having it work against you. Right. And that's the key is having that self awareness because confidence can easily turn into cockiness and overconfidence. Right. And that can actually bite you in the butt um, and shake your your foundation. And so, you know, like it, 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 by that time, I'm hoping that when you are 30, if you're listening to this at, as a younger audience, that you already have that self-awareness cultivated so you don't get to that point. Right. But if you don't, like, be, just be cautious because it, it really can because um, you feel like you're on top of the world, but you, it can easily be brought down. Really quick. And it, it'll, it'll be in a way that you've never experienced before because you're maybe just now being aware of what you're doing. So if you all of a sudden you're on this high horse or you're at the top of the food scale, you know, mentally you feel like that. And to get chopped down, it could be a hurtful fall. Oh, yeah. It could be a really hurtful fall. Especially if your confidence was building upon itself. So you never experienced failure, which is the most important lesson in life Yep, is failure and how much lessons can be learned from failure. And so if you've never experienced it, that can be earth shattering, honestly. Yeah. Was it a Michael Jordan quote that said, uh, he said, was I failed, I failed a thousand times and that's why I succeed. So he, he, he said, I've taken uh, thousands and thousands of shots and I've, I've missed thousands and thousands of shots. And that is why I succeed. That is why I succeed. And that there's so much beauty in that quote. 100%. Obviously, we know that Jordan is the goat of all goats, and if you can kind of tap into his perspective around with that statement and that quote, there is endless amount of lessons that someone can take from that. Um, I think Jay Z, when he turned thirty, um, he had just retired, um, and he was at the top of the food chain, and he ended up actually talking about how it feels to be at the top of your game and um, him and 50 both and, and, and not having anything to chase anymore. And, you know, basically there not being any competition and, and those things. But funny thing is, is that they both 50 never really retired, but Jay-Z retired and he ended up coming back because he had so much more to give because he still had that confidence and he still had that knowledge to be able to give back and drop into the rap game. Mm. You know, like, when you have that confidence and you go out on top, it's easy to come back. Mm-hmm. So I, it's, it's, I really want to, like, think about what I'm trying to say because I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> Let me help you out there. All right, so... That's that's actually you you brought up a really great point which is the fact that when you're at the top it's what else is th- what else is there and that's actually something that is uh, fresh on my mind is that you know like it's so easy to try to strive to be to to go to the top mm-hmm. because it's easy you see it it's objective you see the climb and you and you can feel the progress but what happens when you're actually there when you're at the top of the mountain and you're enjoying the view what else is there and yeah. so that's the that's the million dollar question that I ask myself every day is what else is there? Like what else is there to do, to accomplish and to achieve? And should I be doing it? Like right. you know is it is it worth it? Because right. I've worked this hard, like why do I got to keep working? I mean, of course I'm I'm not going to stop, but at the same time, it's it's so much harder to stay at the top oh, yeah. rather than to climb to the top. Oh yeah. Yeah, and it's definitely um going to be all types of different obstacles and different things that are going to try to steer you off from being on top. And like you said, like, like we said earlier, like as long as, as long as you have the self-awareness and you know how to handle and adapt to those situations that are going to propose threats to you, if you're not able to stay on the top, you'll know how to get back up there relatively quick to Mm -hmm. bounce back, Mm -hmm. you know? So sustaining it is, I would say probably one of the most important things is, once you're there and embracing and, and sitting in that moment of being on top and taking notes while you're up there, because A, it doesn't last forever. Mm-hmm. Nothing does. Mm-hmm. And B, you you want to make sure you feel that feeling because you don't know when you're going to be back there again. Mm. <clears throat> um, 
<clears throat> excuse me. I I, I want to kind of conclude with uh, one of the things that is kind of kind of goes into this a little bit, and that's is it is it fair to say that age dictates our behavior or our behavior dictates our age? Let me think about that for a second. Behavior dictates our age. How so? The first thing that popped up in my head was, I, I make this joke, if I ever want a high school reunion, I literally can just go to the clubs on the weekend and see the same people <laughs> every weekend doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. Just a little bit older and a little bit fatter. <laughs> they are older chronologically, but their behaviors are still in high school. Mm. And so, you know, you, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you've come across people who you ask them, like, how old are you? And you're anticipating that they're actually much older than they said. They're, oh, oh I'm, I'm actually 18. You're like, wow, you really mature for your age in mm -hmm. that sense. And the, the vice versa can be said. It's like, man, you are way past where you should be and you shouldn't be in this place. Like you're 40 years old and you're still hanging out thinking that you're still young. Right. Doing a young thing. That's that's not. So it really is the, the behavior and that shapes the individual because, um, you know, if you if you believe that you're forever young, then, yeah, you are forever young. But it does come with the caveat of how do you how do you work that into being mature with that? You know, like um, that, that's a kind of bad way to put it. But um, I guess what I'm trying to say is that when when you when you when you become older, it, it, it does come with expectations. Right. And so, you know, you should live up to those because as you as you mature, it's kind of as you age, as, as, say, as you age, it's anticipated that you learn these lessons from your failures and your past experiences right. and you should be a better person because of that. Now, not that doesn't always happen, yeah, it doesn't want to happen. because people don't have that emotional maturity to kind of see themselves and say, OK, yeah, I have to fix this about myself instead of blaming other people. Right. And looking internally and saying, what else? What can I do to better myself? And so. The long-winded answer to your question is behavior dictates your age. Mm -hmm. What do you think? I, I think <clears throat> I think behavior definitely dictates age as well. I think, you know, how we act, how we react, and how we respond. Let me back up. When someone presents you with information whether it's a question or a statement, you have two ways of answering it, with a response or with a reaction. And I think most of the time, the response has a positive outcome. It doesn't, you can have a bad response, at least that opens up the conversation. But if you have a bad reaction to a question or a statement, people aren't gonna you know, present information to you or be less inclined to present information to you. So with that being said, I think that how we behave in situations or with individuals definitely is a contributor, a major factor to um, how people perceive us and just who we are, mm. which automatically puts the position, um, the emphasis on um, behavior dictating an age. Mm. Mm -hmm. And so <clears throat> if I'm as you put it, like if I'm 35, 40 years old, I'm in the club acting a fool, you know, taking off my white tee and putting it in the air like I'm listening to P.D. Pablo, North Carolina. <laughs> that's a totally different, that's not a 40-year-old a behavior, right? In the, mm -hmm. eyes of, in the eyes of most people, that's not a 40-year-old behavior. Mm -hmm. That's an 18, 19, 20, maybe 21-year-old behavior. Yeah. On the flip side, if I'm... 18, 19, 20, 21, no, it's 18, 19, 20, and I'm poised, I'm calm, cool, collected, um, 
I'm ill temp I'm 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 even tempered, even killed in a public setting, that might be like, whoa, that person how old is that person? Nineteen? Right. It's a shocker. Yeah. Cause it's not normal eighteen, nineteen. It's behavior. not what they expected. It's not what they expected. Right. And so it doesn't matter the context or the situation. Being mindful of the behavior is ultimately going to be what people are going to remember mm-hmm. and ultimately going to be how how you are showing up to those individuals and ultimately going to be what they care about. Because mm. if, I, if I act a certain way for the greater good, if I act always just immaturely, no matter where I'm at and who I'm with, People aren't gonna to want to be around that. No, they're not gonna be. They're not gonna to want to accept that. Right. So I'm probably gonna end up with less friends. Probably gonna end up with less of a better job. I'm probably gonna be in a way less fortunate situation as opposed to being mindful mm-hmm. of where I'm at and how I'm acting. Mm-hmm. So behavior definitely dictates age. Um, that was my lasting thought. Um, you know this. Caffeine free green tea got me feeling really good. What you douse it with? What you put in this? That good stuff. <laughs> I hope that good stuff is Johnny Walker Black. <laughs> well, um, Lee Man, I don't have anything else. So I think um, we'll conclude and we'll figure out what we want to attack. Uh, next week, I do begin my new career next week. So congratulations! Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. That'll be healthcare, and so I'm I'm sure I'll be stimulated a different way mentally to have um, some uh, new juicy information and and good topics to kind of dive into there. Um, there's still a lot of other concepts that um, I haven't got to that I haven't attacked yet. So again, if you guys have ideas that you're listening to. Um, feel free to check out the Instagram page here to tell that's here H E A R the number two tell T E L L. Um, let me know what you're thinking, whether it's in the DM or on one of the posts and we'll, um, I'll take a look at it and see if I can add it into the following week's podcast. Um, you can also just check out, um, the website of, uh, or the Twitter of here to tell. So, same spelled the same way, but till next time, Lee, people, remember, be strong, get strong, and stay strong. Peace.